A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Alison boots it in the air and that is that. The Reds have beaten Victorious. Manchester City 1-0. Who saw that coming then? Um, Mohamed Salah with the only goal of the game. Him and Pep Guardiola having a quiet word on the side. Now, Jurgen Klopp was sent off for Liverpool to the stands. That got lost in a bit of chaos towards the end there. And yeah, Liverpool get the job done. And a very good all-round performance, you'd have to say. City didn't have loads of huge chances. But moreover, given where Liverpool have been, much more like it. So yeah, we'll go straight into the final whistle show. Stee, talk to me. Amazing. What a performance. Who saw this coming? This season's been fits and starts, not performing, no press, no intensity. We saw the lot this afternoon. What an absolutely brilliant performance is. There's the boss. He's back on the pitch to shake hands with Guardiola. Um, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Thought they were every one of them to a man was magnificent. I am so looking forward to doing the player rating show right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, they were they were absolutely superb. Our demise is is definitely premature, mate. People need to stop speaking such things. I'm proud of the boys tonight. They were absolutely magnificent. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, they were magnificent. Yeah, um, just say so. I read a super chat as well while we were celebrating and what have you from a Josh Hunter. Um, oh dear, we're going to sign Mbappe in Jan now. Gutted. Um, I wouldn't be gutted about that, regardless of the circumstances, quite frankly. But thank you very much for the super chat as ever and getting involved, whatever method you choose to do so um, yeah so Liverpool so talk us through the game more generally so quite an even first half you'd have to say both yep. teams had half chances we spoke at half time about Liverpool doing a lot of good things but it kind of breaking down in the final third being a little bit unfortunate we nearly nicked it when we were trying to press and just wasn't quite falling our way but moving to the second half and the chances become bigger Mohamed Salah gets an early chance yeah, in, the, yeah. in the second half and then City go up the other end and think they've opened the scoring with their goal. But, you know, turns out Edison actually saved it. It should have been a corner anyway. But then it gets ruled out for a foul. The game, Liverpool, better. We've already decided that. But do you think second half we improved again? We went up another level. Do you think we grew in confidence, actually, from, not, from not conceding and showing that we can match Manchester City. We are capable again. And the second half, we just look like we're more full of ourselves almost. It's really weird how we've started <laughs> the season because we've just put in a performance like that. That performance is as, is as good and as measured and as disciplined and as professional as anything we've done under Jurgen Klopp against Manchester City at home. Yeah. Um, limited them to a couple of half chances. Obviously, the Haaland header in the first half. How he gets there is a concern. But let, look, let, let's not... 
get this twisted. You don't become a bad side overnight. You lack a bit of confidence. You lack a bit of self-belief. You go and get seven goals. I spoke to you about this, and I specifically asked you about this in the match in the team reaction, uh, the team news reaction show. What do you make of the win against Rangers, and how do we carry that into this game? Yeah, there is self-belief. This side is now capable of going on and winning a, a run of games one after the other. Yeah, and getting themselves still. In, first and foremost into a Champions League position I still think there's too big a gap <coughs> right now with the World Cup there's lots of complications coming but what Liverpool need to do now mm. is build on that and go and win seven, eight, nine games in a row and put themselves in the top four Yeah, if anyone was questioning Liverpool which they have been doing quite, and quite rightly so in many senses because our performances and results haven't been up to scratch that was a performance and a result that just shows you we are still a force to be reckoned with. And if we do get it right on our day, we are a match for anybody. And that's something that Klopp, I referenced it earlier, was talking about in his press conference, in his um, programme notes. It was like, yes, it hasn't worked yet. And yes, we are below our usual level, but we're still a squad full of quality. And we still know what we're about. And we just need to get back to that. And it will happen. And it will take a little bit more time. And today was evidence of that. It wasn't perfect. It was far from it. But there was definitely glimpses, even in the first half, and it wasn't quite clicking, of us finding ways of being ourselves again. Mm. The, the interplay was a lot better. And then, and then obviously, we find the goal. We'll come on to the goal in a minute before we... I want to talk about the City disallowed one and the Salah chance in more sure. detail. But we just find ways of being ourselves again. And I think the Salah chance that he obviously ends up getting saved was a sign of that. Firmino, quickly into him, we find Salah more central, actually, running at them, getting in behind them. And the more City come on to us, the more it suited us in that second half. You mentioned it in, in the commentary. And Salah has a huge chance there. And do you think that was a bit of an eye-opener him, for him to think, I can, I can do this, I can get in behind these, I can have some joy here? I think it was an eye-opener for the team to say, if you put the, the ball in the right areas, you can, you can get at them. Mm. Subsequently, it came from a goal kick, yeah. which is not quite the same as a through ball from a Bobby Firmino or, or similar. And we've seen it so many times where Salah positions himself. I said to you in the commentary, Shades of Hector Bellerin, Shades of, yeah. Shades of Manchester United game as well. That ball from, from uh, Alisson has been used a number of times and it, and it seems to work. And yeah. Cancelo never looked like he wanted to win that ball. And Salah's small and he's strong and he's got low centre of gravity. And I bet you can't knock him off the ball. And, and he wins the ball there and he's clean through and loads and loads of composure. The goalkeeper does all he can and he, he atones for, the, for not putting the chance away initially. I just think as, as the half wore on, we grew in confidence. Yeah, we did, 100%. Um, and you could see it almost within the performance, couldn't you? Um, you're right, Cancelo. He's caught, in, he's caught between two minds, isn't he? Because he thinks at first, I don't want to get in a foot race with him. Because if I lose the initial battle, I'm in trouble. So he backs off. And then all of a sudden, dead late, and it's too late, he thinks, I've got to engage. And by the time he's gone to engage, he's second to the ball. Salah knows he's coming, shrugs him off, turns him, away he goes. And you're dead right, he makes no mistake this time. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, after that, then, the game gets a little bit... Obviously, I just want to actually talk about the City disallowed goal. Um Rightly disallowed in your in your mind. We had three for, ways. Not for, not for yeah. what I thought it was going to be, but yeah. So there's the the initial. It's not a goal kick in the first place. It should be a corner to Liverpool. Mm. Then you have the foul, which it actually eventually gets ruled out for. And then there's the Harland on Allison. I think he's got two hands on it. Do you think that's a fair call, or do you think it got to the right decision with, eventually? Without the Fabinho foul, yeah, I think that goal gets given. Okay, well we're not going back for the corner. We know that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we get anything from the, for the two hands. For the two hands because it's kind of a simultaneous action. Yeah. Um. So so my my view is that I don't think we get anything from from that. Okay. Regard. So. Yeah. Um. You kind of have to talk up the officials for getting that right, looking at that, and understanding <laughs> it. And that that's really bizarre for me to say <laughs> that because I do a show with Chloe and you do it too around the league where VAR has been a contentious yeah, yeah contentious subject for us and we want to see some consistency and do you know what sometimes you get the rubber the green and you take it and I think to some degree we've got a little bit of good fortune there but it's it's been a long time coming and we needed it and and I welcome it so you know happy days uh, I'm glad it was ruled out. Oh, 100%. Yeah, like we said on as it was happening, like we're glad it was ruled out regardless of the way they came to that decision. I'm not sure they came to it in the right way, personally, but we got there eventually. Um, the officials, then, you bring us nicely onto it, didn't quite get it so right a few minutes later. Um, Salah's tussling with Bernardo Silva. A bit of a nothing incident, really. It is a free kick to Liverpool. It should be, anyway. It's not given. Um, Jurgen Klopp um, wasn't pleased, having it safe to say. Absolutely apoplectic down the line, loses his mind with the lines. And it is a free kick. He's, I was baffled here how it wasn't given. Mm. Jurgen Klopp gets himself sent off um, on the back of that. The game lost a little bit of its shape, I suppose. It became very chaotic, um, which suits us in many ways at Anfield, I think, particularly at Anfield. Um, just your thoughts on Klopp and... Listen, we, we've all lauded Klopp for so long for being one of us and for getting it and showing that passion. We love him for it. He hasn't had it as much this season. None of us have because we haven't been playing that well. That's not a, a criticism of him. Do you think seeing him like that is a measure of how much this game meant to him? And mm. he could see that his players had responded. We were one nil up at the time. He knows how much it meant to get over the line at home at Anfield. Do you think him losing his mind at what was a pretty meaningless foul down the line just shows you how important that was. 
Yeah, and we are a direct representation of Klopp's personality. And he was fired up and agitated by that. And what you saw on the pitch for the next couple of minutes was us fired up and agitated. I've long been an advocate of um, football teams often represent their manager. Yeah. You know, if you're miserable like like Leicester, like Leicester's manager is at the moment, yeah. Leicester look miserable on the pitch. If you kind of like when <coughs> Solskjaer had Man United, they were a representation of him, and the same with the guy that followed him. And what you saw today was Klopp's energy and Klopp's intensity was matched on the pitch by the players. Yeah, and that's not something you you, you could say we've been doing all season at all. Uh, we, there's been it's been flat. Yeah. been a flat spot. Um, we looked like we'd run our blood to water. And there was nothing left to give in the tank. They've been set a challenge today by by the team that everyone anticipates will be champions come May, and they've risen to that challenge. I I, I think it's an unnecessary red card. Yeah. Um, we know he gets animated. We know he gets fired up. We know the bench are very vocal and sometimes not particularly nice. Hmm. Um, it's avoidable. Yeah. But that now means he's not on the bench for for for. It'd be West Ham. Yeah, for West Ham. It'd be a West Ham game, yeah. Which isn't ideal. No, it's not. Um, but you'd trade that in for a three points a day against City. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100% yeah, I'd trade a lot of things in for that. Um, just to say before we kind of round up the match and what it might mean for Liverpool perspective then. Um, the one, you, you said it, the black mark on the game um, is Joko Jota. Yeah. Going off at the end there. I initially thought it was cramp. Unfortunately, I think I might have been wrong. It did look like he'd gone down with cramp at first. And when it gets that late in the game, you kind of expect cramp and you think, you, you hope it just is. Um, looks like it's something more serious. Um, huge blow, Steve. Especially with Lewis Diaz being out as well. Um, yeah, where are we at with that? It doesn't look great, does it? No. And call for a stretcher. Um, obviously, there'll be a couple of days before we know where we're at with scans and what have you. It doesn't look good for Jota. It doesn't look good for Liverpool. You kind of have to look at it and say, as one door closes, another one opens. And if, you, if you're young Carvalho, it will give him an opportunity yep. to get game time. And sometimes that's all these players need to, to stamp their authority on the team and yep. make a contribution and... Listen, we didn't sign him to sit him on in the, in the reserves. We signed him because we thought he was ready to play football. We're now going to give him that opportunity to do that. Yep. You know, thoughts are with Diogo Jota and hope that it's not too serious and that, you know, that there's a recovery sooner rather than later. Uh, are Portugal going to the World Cup? Yeah, they're in it, yeah. Then obviously he might not be. You'd be concerned. There's a lot of that happening <laughs> yeah, at the yeah, moment. Yeah. No one understands. Um, you know, so that would be sad. <laughs> yeah, and such is the proximity of that World Cup. You've had to mention his place in it being up in jeopardy now but we have had a little bit of a, a stroke of luck in in a weird sense with the Lewis Diaz one because you see oh he might not play again until Boxing Day and you think God that's loads of games but it's not because it's, it's a few games and then we have a four or five week break or whatever maybe more than that a six week break or whatever it is you know what I mean so the the one sort of saving grace if there is such a thing for the Jota thing is he might well miss a few weeks of football but then he will also have six weeks potentially of non-Liverpool action to hopefully return in. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens on that one, obviously. Um, but just before we do go, Steve, um, for this minute, um, what does that result mean for Liverpool? Because we came in today, you know, full of trepidation, a little bit of jeopardy, confident that Liverpool could do something, because we've said it a million times, quality side, I'm always optimistic. I always think this will be the day that we're going to turn it around, everything's going to be fine, we're going to play our football again. And we actually seen that. I didn't expect it, but we've actually seen it. Where does that victory leave us? And will other fans be thinking, oh, they're back, you know what I mean? There they are again. I'm not talking title because it's so far off and this one game, top four. What, what are we saying on that then? We're in it. 
yeah. in the race for it. I never thought, I did say to you in, in all of the lead up for the game <laughs> that I didn't think defeat today would have been, um, wouldn't have typified our season. I mean, nothing would have been decided today. It wasn't, wouldn't be a disaster. Yeah. What it has done is it's, it's going to further build the guys' team spirit. It's going to further build, build the guys' self-belief. The demise was a bit premature. Yeah. I've always said bad sides don't become bad sides and stay bad sides overnight. Something wasn't right. Yeah. Last two games have appeared to address that. You know, eight goals scored, one goal conceded, two notable scalps, one foot in the last 16, pretty mm -hmm. much, of the Champions League. And we've just beaten the champions and the champions elect and done it well. Yeah. So it bodes really well for, for the remainder of the season. What I will say is you, your next game is crucial because it, it, it kind of doesn't mean anything if you beat Manchester City and then you fail to turn up in the next game. It's about building and taking that on and turning that into a run. So I think I think they've done themselves no harm at all. Brilliant reminder of who and what we are. Yeah. Liverpool Football Club, when they did the quadruple last season, these guys are, are, are back at the races now and, and, and we love to see it. We certainly do. Well, we will continue to dissect uh, the match that was for the next couple of hours here um, in the Redman TV studio. We'll return later with the instant match reaction. I will be back with the fan reaction before that and Steve over there will be doing the player ratings. Before we do go, we've had a super chat from Windlord. Don't want to know how you got that name. And Congrats to Liverpool and the Redman TV for 500k. Thank you very much. And thank you very much to everyone for being a part of it today. We've massively enjoyed it. Um, we are currently on 500,273 subscribers, which is just extraordinary so huge thank you for that as well massively appreciate every single comment that we've had coming in keep them coming we will be back like i say we'll talk about the game in some more detail together but until then we're off to get a drink i really need a drink uh, and take care and we'll see you again soon goodbye take care if you enjoyed this podcast, then we've got a whole load more for you right now. Head over to redmenplus.com. You can get extra Redmen podcasts. You've got Around the League. You've got the debate show, Jano Insight with Neil Jones, and Podcast Extra, all the stuff that we could never possibly broadcast on public spaces. Uh, it is there, available in your native podcasting app on the go as well. Head to redmenplus.com and sign up. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.